All right, guys, welcome to the next episode of Minority Pod with my amazing, beautiful-looking co-host, Mustafa Hawili. Mustafa Hawili. People are shredding me because I'm saying it like Mustafa. What to do? Mustafa. What, Mustafa. The, uh, the reason why I say it is because of the way you say it in your promotional videos. Uh, the other oh, host. Oh, some of the judges when they call me in court. Mr. Holly. Mr. Mr. Holly. <laughs> Uh, the other co- the other co-host uh, Khalil Bazzi, that's me, and then uh, our uh, one of a kind, very unique guest Ahmed Haraj. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Cal. No applause. No, no. <laughs> Joe, don't play an applause. Okay, <laughs> so uh, real quick, <laughs> if you cannot get in front of uh, if you do not want to get in front of a YouTube uh, video or format, uh, we're available on Spotify, not Apple Podcasts yet. They're still we're still waiting on their approval. And uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and get, let's get started with it. Let's so Ahmed Arajli, for the people that don't know you, like people that have no idea who you are, they're like, why is this guy on this podcast? Tell us a little bit about yourself before we go ahead and uh, get to your unique uh, opinions. Personal traits. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for having me, first of all. Uh, Mustafa. Mustafa. And Khalil. Ahmed. The way it's supposed to be pronounced. Uh, my name is Ahmed Harajli. I'm a lifelong friend of these clowns. <laughs> It's funny because um, I'm older than you. I've literally yeah. known you longer than you've known yeah. me. Okay, go on. Tell, tell <laughs> and, us a little bit about yourself. Um, and look, I'm, I'm married, beautiful wife, two beautiful kids. Uh, alhamdulillah, God has blessed yeah. me. I really think both your kids hate you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. They're too young. Tell us, tell us why people in Dearborn might know you besides your close so friends. So people might know me. Uh, could be my sporting background. It could be my... Uh, my very unique opinions on a lot of uh, <laughs> things. Oh, you're being okay. modest. So he's not saying you're it. being so this modest. This guy is the fir- one of the first. Actually, are you the first uh, Arab American to make the U.S. Olympic team for rugby? Yeah, correct. First ever to make the U.S. rugby. That's what made headlines over everywhere. What back in 2014, 15, 15. 15. Uh, tell us how. The, we, the, by the way, this is the, we're done with interviews. We're just gonna be a free flowing podcast. Tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll go from there. That's fine. Look, I started playing rugby when I was in high school, back when I was 17 years old. You were old. one of the first. I was one of the first. And remember, I tried getting We you played on the same yeah. team. And he played. And yeah, I, I think played you with him. Yeah, I hurt myself. You hurt yourself. Was it your nose or your face? It or? was my nose. I remember. Okay. And it was yeah. a unity team. We were, we were Unified. We were unified. Yeah. Yeah. What were they called? All the silverbacks? Uh, silverbacks. Silverbacks. Yeah, silverbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, go ahead so, so I played two years um, on that team. Very well. Uh, yeah, I, I, played, I played pretty well. And uh, I ended up playing men's club and making it to a Midwest um Championship game against Wisconsin, okay. and national recruiters, wi- uh, you know, they recognize they didn't recognize me, but um, they noticed. They, 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 they noticed. Four, uh, yeah, they noticed. I'm 20 years old. I'm, play- I'm playing pretty well, so I got the the call to go to Chula Vista, California, where the Olympic Training Center is located. Uh, I had a tryout, 50 players, uh, and I was uh, one selected out of all of them. Um, Only one. Yeah, just one out of fifty. An NFL player on that team. There was Amon Green, but he was retired. Oh. Really? But he, but he was. Amon you remember, you remember, him, remember? Yeah, him, he played for the Packers. Packers, Texans. Wow. He, he was a horse, but look, one dimensional. How could, old he was he at the time? He was of like the 30, 36. Huh. That's fairly young. That's yeah, not. Yeah, but for yeah. running back, that's like, yeah, that's yeah. old. Um, <laughs> the first person I called when I made the U.S. national team, yeah. by the way, Ooh. called my dad, <laughs> and uh, my dad being. Uh, being the man Being that he is. Being the man that he is. <laughs> I, said, I said, Baba, I said, uh, <laughs> I said, uh, I'm on the Muntakhab in the national team. I said, what do you rugby? I said, I don't know. No congrats, no nothing. I said, my dad, just listen. Let me tell you also, just real quick. 
once we're sitting, oh, we're younger, and my dad goes to my brother, man, man, what are you going to be when you grow up? This kind of explains how my dad is. Yeah. Uh, my brother goes, uh, but I'm going to be a doctor. You know, just give him the answer he wants to hear, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my sister, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer. Good job. You made your dad proud, by the way. <laughs> and uh, my dad looks at me, and I was, all the, all the high-ranking positions are exhausted. What am I going to become? <laughs> I said, bah, I'm going to be a sheikh. My dad, my dad uh, looked at me and he goes, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make good money. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad was serious. I was like, oh. Oh, that's great. So no congrats and nothing. Honestly. Not really. You didn't care. Not huh? really. My you didn't dad care that you were the first. No, nah, not. <laughs> but I get it. Are, are, you, are you surprised? No, no. No, and it's not I, because I wasn't. it's your dad. I'm I know how bro, my dad yeah, is. Our parents are all men. Dude, our parents are not gonna. They want what's yeah, best for us. Not even that. Like to them, given where they came from, how they were raised, that's yeah. not a big accomplishment. Though. The same yeah, shit. Like we're first generation, so like when they came here, they had like more things. Yeah, to worry no, about. they were just trying to get on the front, get off the front foot. So. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not a big deal. I remember when, uh, yeah. really, oh, when I went sports. To, when yeah. I first got the deal one high, and I seen all these parents at their these games, I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's oh, no, no. yeah. That's <laughs> West Side. Yeah. No, it's, it's second generation, bro. What we're gonna do is what their parents are doing now. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, be, we'll yeah, be better, right? But it's just. But then again, it's nothing against them. It's no, just a no, situation. No, they, it's not even a situation. It's, we're just a product of the system. They weren't yeah. a product of the system. I promise you, if our parents were born and raised here, they went to school here, they would be at every game. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that simple. Nah, that's true. No, yeah. really. Think that about is. It. That is. That is. Well, I agree. I, like seriously, East Dearborn, West Dearborn, doesn't matter where you live. Every person that I know whose parent attends some sort of a game or some sort of an event are, were genuinely like they're a product of the yeah, American system. Because yeah. look, when a, when a lawyer says something, he's no, very, he's very convincing. So, uh, no, yeah, because everyone I talk to that's in the in, the, I, in, the, uh, in this area. I need you. <laughs> Chola, Chola, you don't. <laughs> the area that I grew up in, uh, obviously, our neighborhood. Like, yeah, the parents were too busy working or something. The yeah. rides, getting back. The f when well, for middle school we were fine because we had the buses, but when Dearborn High canceled their buses, mm -hmm. it was a disaster. Because my mom. Used to take me, Harajli. I remember that. Ahmad, big GMC. And like, and like, you're talking like twelve other kids. She used to pick them up from Stout because Stout they cut the busing at one point. I was in eighth grade. Ahmad was in seventh grade. Ahmad was in sixth grade, I believe. Yeah. And they just they cut everything. And my mom, imagine it literally looked like a work van. Just a, just <laughs> it was a, a gas guzzler too. It was like ten miles. Yeah, it was a, a suburban. <laughs> she drove a suburban. It Bro, was, was full. Huge. People standing in the huge. trunk. It was it was hilarious. Yeah, it's good time. No, yeah. So <laughs> what did you end up doing? So I remember. Okay, so I ended up doing after rugby how long did you do it for so i played on the national team for two years played professional and pro rugby league also the mlr yeah. major league rugby for two years into that once i got engaged i uh stopped playing uh, you know in that setting ended up playing for lebanon for lebanon uh, in australia in did the, you really yeah oh yeah I remember, remember that, that in october 2019 uh we actually played against france england we beat them <laughs> um yeah, and then I hurt my shoulder, and then uh, COVID happened. I think no, I think you left because uh, didn't you like completely walk away because your wife? No, uh, well, I met my wife twenty fifteen, twenty fifteen. Oh, so you kept playing even more? But I kept playing, Olympic? but look, Subhanallah, God's wisdom. Uh, look, you get you get your foot in the door, and then sometimes God just puts something that's even better. A doorstop. Yeah, we'll call a, it a doorstop. Door there we'll you call go. It and and look, look, honestly. I don't regret anything because look at these two beautiful kids that I have now. It's, like, it's the best blessing. Whatever position, I'll do it. I don't. I don't think you always said, "Look at these two beautiful kids I have." And look, you low key like you didn't intend it, but you pointed at Ali Kass and Amino. Amino. Oh, sitting over there. I love them. You're like, look my at these kids. two beautiful kids that I have. The two grown ass men. Talk there, shit. 
So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty much it. after that. You just give a quote, and now you're working at uh, I work in dialysis, and then you're just chilling, huh? Uh, have fun in school. I do religious. He reminds me of like Mr. Incredible, like this guy was like this crazy superhero, right? And now he just he just sells insurance now. <laughs> <laughs> Six four guy giving me a shot. <clears throat> So, Harajan, yeah. so tell us a little bit about, a bit about your unique opinions. Are you vaccinated? Absolutely not. <laughs> why? Absolutely not. Why? Uh, why am I not vaccinated? That's a good question. Look, um, without getting into too much details, but I'll tell you this. When the mandate uh, was announced at my workplace. Hold up. Before I say anything, you're always against the agenda. Okay. I'm always. So, regardless of what happened, when 2020 happened, you were probably like, all right, this is probably part of a. Absolutely. I, I feel like mainstream media in itself, uh, being as manipulative as it is, as I mean, look, I can just see the lies straight through the screen. I mean, some people just sit there and, oh, wow, I believe everything. Let me ask you a question. Do you think COVID is, COVID is a hoax? Uh, I think it's a real, I mean, it's not even a thought. It's a fact. It's a real, it's a real, it's a real virus. Mm-hmm. But where did it originate from? Originated from? See, this this is this is what I look at. I don't. I'm not that person that comes and says, "Oh, it's not a real virus." Just just walk right. out with no masks and whatnot, okay. and not respect that. As a matter of fact, every time I had even a slight cold, I treated it as COVID. Never right, right, right. Okay. But your problem th- is against the vaccines. No, no, it's not. Not I, I, even. I'm curious. Not what even. was what was what was your what was your opinion on it on what? the actual virus? That it was a uh, because there were bro there were there were there were so many opinions. Once, oh my like, god, there and so I, many I've seen crazy theories. opinions. Yeah, like um, yeah. Um, man-made. Uh, the Chinese are, uh, oh. are trying to wage war on us. Well, I don't what, know about the Chinese waging war uh, because the lab in Wuhan. The lab in Wuhan was. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, when uh, what was his name, Rand Paul testified uh, with. Uh, with Dr. Fauci or Fracci, I like to call him. Um, you know, you know, honestly, and if you, if you if you would backtrack from the first uh, time they sat together to the last time, Fauci's ans- answers always change. In the beginning is like, no, we'd never fund uh, the Wuhan lab. You know, gain of function research, which is basically research into uh, viruses that are infectious to animals. They would then make them infectious to humans to study the severity of it. Right. Rand Paul's like, what? Well, this is nonsense. This is this should be this is. What are you guys doing? <laughs> right. And Fauci's like, no, we never funded it. We never did. The NIH never was involved. And then finally went down to specific doctors that were funded. Mm-hmm. So it was just tricky ways. Uh, the way they f- they ended up funding the Wuhan lab, by Okay, the way. so do you think it was something that was accidental or something that no, was absolutely purposeful? Absolutely not. I think, I think there's... There's no way you really think it was on purpose. Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. No, let's, let's, let's find out why. Let's and hear it. What do you got? What proof do you have, Mr. Haraj? <sighs> Here we go. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm no, not, no, I'm not, I'm not no, saying no, you're wrong. Crazy. Just hear me out. Hear me out. For, I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I, I'm I really, I'm genuinely interested on in why absolutely. you think the way you think. So the way I think, it doesn't just originate around COVID alone. Okay. It goes even. Uh, see that. Hey, why do I think the way I think? Look, guys. no, specifically <laughs> to this topic, not in general. No, no, no. While this topic isn't, here's the thing, though. What people get confused is that my way of perceiving things uh-huh. and gathering information is not just off of a single event, like just to say, oh, this is what's happening. And all of a sudden, oh, it's a hoax. Or no, it's no, a no, no, no. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, you. All right, you just I said know. that it was purposeful. So here's the thing. I'm saying, why do you think that? Okay. So here's the thing. If I, the way I analyze things, okay, is that I know there is a group. Just say. I don't know. Say. Okay. You don't like the West. There's. Look at. I know the West for what it is. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. It's evil. It's corrupt. It has absolute. It will do anything. Every intention that benefits its own interest. Okay. And it will even target its own people. Okay. Okay. I do believe that there is an agenda towards a global government, and what I mean by that is a new like. Well, here's a double. Here's the word. New, world, new order. world order. Okay. An order that's established where everything is is controlled. 
Interesting. Okay. But why? But why? Why? Isn't this <laughs> well, okay, where does this originate from? See, uh, always, again, I don't take, when I heard about COVID, I didn't just take it for what it is. Oh, my God. And then yeah. I started jumping to conclusions. No, I went back. If we look at it, for example, so you guys understand my perception of it. I look at, for example, Book of Genesis in the Bible. Okay. By the way, the Bible speaks a lot of truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all Muslims, but even uh, the oh, Bible man. itself, with right. all respect, speaks a lot of truth. And there was a story of uh, Nimrod, King Nimrod, mm-hmm. in Arabic. You ever, yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. you ever been called a Namrud? Yes, of course. Okay, Namrud is actually a name of I know. the Malik. Yeah, yeah, and I'm aware. because yeah. of how horrible he was, people referred to someone with a bad attitude, oh, you're, you're a Namrud. So uh, his King Nimrod in uh, Babylon, basically... What happened? And see, I want to. I want to. I want to just get to the main points. No, you're good, was man. We, we got nothing but time today, he, man. He, he had ambitions to reach God. Okay. Okay. He wanted to okay. basically dethrone God from the heavens. So he built a tower called the Tower of Babel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And by building this tower, if you ever look it up, it's so a. So his tower goal was like definitive to control to take God down okay. from his throne. So okay. they had this perception that God is above the clouds, sitting. So hey, you know what? We're gonna take him down. Yeah. So they built this tower, and then God, according to the Bible, now this is where the Bible gets tricky, uh-huh. and it, he strikes the tower out of fear. Now, obviously, as a Muslim, understanding the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not fearful of any human. Of man, correct. Yeah. yeah. But the Bible says it was through fear. He struck it, and as a consequence then, he sends all the people into... Uh, he basically expanded humanity into many languages and many cultures. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they don't work together as one again because they got close to dethroning him, basically. So it's like a divide and conquer kind this of is thing. A, this is God's way of divide and conquer. Right, right. So now, all of a sudden, you look, you skip all the way ahead and you take that story for what it is. And it's a true story. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Tower of Babel, by the way, it's an unfinished tower that swirls. You know, that's just the whole idea of them building this tower. And it, and it, was, uncom- it was incomplete. And you look today, for example, world governments ever since the Bretton Woods Conference, which actually happened after the Second World War, mm-hmm. where the world would work under one monetary system, one system of uh, financial, uh, by financial means. And every time the world governments, you know, the international community, which they always talk about, which is America, Britain, France, Australia, by the way, it's not even 25% if you look at the world populations. But what happened is, how are we going to bring the whole world to work as one? Right. They obviously did many things that I I just won't explain now. People, hopefully, if they start to look into these things, they'll they'll realize it for what Uh it is. But what they did is they needed a common interest. Okay. The first one, the first one was terrorism. They said because every time I came to you and said, "Kel, look, I got a problem in my country," but you came to me and said, "Look, that's not my that's not my problem. That's your problem. Mm. Deal with it." But when terrorism was involved, now it's like, "Hey, terrorism's in my land, your land. Hey, it can be anywhere." Let's work together. So they mm-hmm. sat on the table. So they and find a common problem. A fa- common interest. So then I'm they dying d- to know how this reverts back to COVID. Absolutely. So then here's, <laughs> here's the next one. Now they come back and they say, look, climate change. The climate's mm-hmm. affected. Look, it's going to involve all this. We need yeah. to work together. Yeah. So now they're all sitting on the same table again. And then finally they come together and say, look, a virus. Mm-hmm. A virus comes in. COVID. Let's all work together. And notice all these governments that are all aligned together in the okay. West, the international community, all had the same policies based off what? The World Health Organization. So they come down, they start cracking down on people. Then you start seeing people question the narrative. This is what I look at. People mm-hmm. immediately said, hold on. Uh, one, two, three about COVID. All of a sudden, they're taken off on YouTube. All of a sudden, they're silenced. And we've and you guys seen this. Yeah. Now, what is this called? This is called the, Bri- uh, the Barbara Streisand effect. Mm-hmm. This is an actual effect that was uh, <laughs> put forth in 2003 by lawyers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job. So Barbara Streisand effect, what it was, was that they realized the theory 
that if you silence someone's message, mm-hmm. it tends to be uh, spread uh, better. Sp- well, spread a lot more, right. I mean, maybe a h- up to a hundred times more. So if I'm trying to say something about Unless you, it's outrageous. Well, yeah, but if it's, there's some truth, so if I come and have something to say about you, and you're a pretty p- powerful figure, and all of a sudden I'm silenced. People all of a sudden be like, wait, I'm curious to know what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this is called the Streisand effect. You can look it up. Okay. And all of a sudden, message just becomes global. Yeah. It, it becomes, and, and, yeah. and it's like it's like opening, Pando- Pand- what do they call that? Pandora's, Pandora's box. Pandora's box, yeah. yeah. Or we used to say the toothpaste out of the tooth. Well, okay, but then, <laughs> okay, but like, let me tell you this, son. Okay, so let's just, for now, we'll okay. just, let's, let's. So I established my foundation of how I think. You establish your foundation. Oh, I, conspiracy I, I respect it. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me ask you this, okay? <laughs> so The Bible's not a conspiracy. Um, so back to the COVID thing. Okay. Yeah. So you're telling me if if I understood this correctly. Yeah. So well, no, I'm not. I'm not going to assume this is what you meant. So I'm going to ask you another question. Go ahead. Okay. So as you know, a lot of countries because of COVID, uh, their economies crashed. A lot of people died. Not because of COVID. No, because well, of the government's uh, reaction to COVID. Correct. Well, the effect of it. Yeah. The effect of it. So uh, obviously, you know all the consequences of the effect of of, of the virus. Was it worth it? it? No, because because we dealt with it here. Other countries dealt with it to like a worse standard. Um, do you think this was something? Let's assume we're going off of your theory. Okay. Thinking. Let's go off of my beautiful theory. Okay. YouTube degree. Uh, off of your theory, do you do you do you <laughs> believe? Do you believe this was a something of a miscalculation, or they foreseen all this was going to happen? I say it was foreseen. There was, uh, for example, a video that this is again. What I'm gonna mention is not a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy fact, not a theory. And uh, by the way, have you watched Loose Change? No, I've never. You've never really? watched Loose Change? Never watched it. Interesting. I'd love that. I think you would absolutely love Loose Change. It's Michael Moore, right? No. I, somebody private. The fat guy? No. no Michael Moore did Fahrenheit 9-11. He did in, <laughs> Fahrenheit 9-11. Uh, that's right. Yeah, the commission report on that was ha- interesting. Ha- have you watched um, <laughs> Capitalism, A True Love Story? <laughs> no. I'm not really into... Michael I don't Moore? know. Are, are, you, are, you, are you a fan of Michael Moore? I'm just... Uh, in general, Harajli is against the West. If you're so against everything here, why don't you go live somewhere else? No, absolutely not. Look, why? someone who Appreciate speaks, the West Let me, let me tell you something. Wh- they established that's fine. us. Look. <laughs> that's look, fine. Look, look. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Look, someone who speaks against his own father's injustice does yeah. not take him out of his family. So me living here, you know what? It's for the better that there's a voice like mine. This is the beauty of freedom of speech. I understand. This is understand. the beauty of it. Well, hey. Roll in your eyes. <laughs> what was the first? <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going on. It's just funny. Like, Listen, man. If somebody's got to make the sacrifice in the West. I'll do it. It's, 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 it's going to be this guy. I'm the guy. It's going to be this guy. I'm the guy. Now, look. Again, COVID's real. I never was tested for it, but I knew I had it. So. Really? So at some point, you knew. You know what's funny? At some point, I knew I, I had it too. I treated everything like COVID. I that, swear to you. I I, hey, we played that, football. Remember, I had a, yeah, I had a runny nose. I, I told that's the guys, how I was. I'm not playing. Because, that's how I was. Because look, even Islam pushes for these things. 100%. It's your duty, even as a Muslim, to, to be considerate of others. Like right. I called, like my friend Shukr was coming over. Yeah. I said, Shukr, look, I'm not feeling too well. I'm, oh, go get a test. Go, Habibi, I'm telling you, treat it as COVID. Go get a test. Sh- shove a PCR up into your brain. Habibi, <laughs> I'm straight. I'm telling you, treat it as COVID. Everyone get away. It's see this is this is what kills what me is, is people that are might be sick are in line within a foot distance getting their PCR test. Listen, it's I'm not, I'm not vaccinated. Okay, I'm not vaccinated. Neither is Hawili. Okay. okay, but like people have told me this a lot of the time. They told me, hey, what, what if you get your grandmother sick? I live at home with my grandma. Uh, what if you get your grandma sick? How <sighs> bad? What if, they, what if you you're the what? end? And why can't? Uh, it's, it's I know it's it's a pressured campaign based off fear. Because this is what if, what if, what, we're going to live off that. We're going to live off that for how long? Now, listen to me. Look, there's a lot of young people, even today, and again, this isn't a conspiracy, that myocarditis, which is inflammation in the heart, became very common um, ever since these vaccines came out. Why? Because of 
we're using a new form of vaccination. Now, even the prior vaccines, I had my own opinions. Uh, if you look at the NIH website, uh, BS Hooker did a study on infant, uh, infants that weren't vaccinated from birth up to five years. And then children that were from birth up to five years. And kids that weren't vaccinated had less illnesses such as asthma, How frequent ear infections. How like we're all vaccinated uh, from a baby no, no. and we're all fine. Abs absolutely. I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. Why don't you get your kid? Are you, is your kid vaccinated? Oh, that's private matter. <laughs> wait, that's wait, a private matter. Wait, wait, you're fully vaccinated. What do you mean? Like well, I mean, ones. I took the childhood uh, vaccine schedule, but that wasn't oh, my choice. No, I mean, no, that I was like, are you about, like the ones you have to take, like to go to public schools. Yeah, I'm yeah. All, you so, know, so everyone how, took those. How? Like, yeah, everyone. Yeah, I think you needed to. You had to. Yeah, you had to get like there were like so the updated flu shots or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Do you remember when they used to do the lice tests when we were younger? Oh, um, the things they did. But look, man, it's. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, so uh, so if you're so against the West with ever, do you think the yes is completely evil, or they have no good intentions? Look, there's a famous say. It's actually a Chinese proverb. Look it up. The road to hell is paved through good intentions. When the devil himself tries to throw us on the path of hell, he builds that pathway with good intentions. And reflect on that for a second. The road to hell is paved through good intentions. You will never see the devil. And this whole idea, by the way, it's a whole misconception where they say the devil is just this evil, scary-looking figure. He never was that figure. The devil is the most beautiful thing you could ever see. Not that I've seen him, but he attracts or her. you. Well, eh, to you, it might come down. <laughs> 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 so let, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this then. So if you just, okay, so what was the saying you just said? The road to the, hell uh -huh. is paved through good intentions. Okay, but then how are you able to, how are you able to differ between the road to heaven through good intentions okay. between the road to hell through good intentions? That's a good one. Listen, you know what I mean? Because what if, I, if, yeah. if, if if you're gonna assume a good intention is is a, is a road good to hell, yeah. then how do you separate no, no, no. fact from fiction when it comes to somebody's real intention? Well, again, go back. Do your do your homework on it. So if I if I look at if I look at the government now, a government that's guilty. For example, if you look at uh, people like uh, Chelsea Manning, I don't know if people are familiar no with him. He exposed is. the war crimes done by the by uh, by the United States in Iraq. Helicopters just butchering innocent Iraqi mm -hmm. civilians, or guys like Edward Snowden, like those guys Edward Snowden, all right, or yeah. or Julian Assange, and you yeah, see yeah, well, yeah, how they yeah. treated these people. So what I do is I now you're coming to me and telling me that you care about our lives, you care for us, and this is what you want us to do. Hold on, something's not right here. So this this is the way I perceive. Look at things. It's it's not that you come to me and say, Ahmed, look, it's for your own good, it's for your safety. But again, I look back into who you really are. What is mm -hmm. your history? Right. So when a government comes up that has history of blood on its hands, I mean, look, you can't not forget this. Our government was the only country ever to drop nuclear bombs on people. The Hiroshima was an atomic bomb. Nagasaki, mm -hmm. a hydrogen bomb. Right, right, right. We dropped Agent Orange, a pesticide that just mutilated people in Vietnam. Right. By the way, they're both Democratic parties. Not that I support Republicans, <laughs> but just gotta throw that out there for the liberals. You're a liberal? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> libertarian, I would say. I yeah, I'm much more of a libertarian. This guy I hates government control. He is a libertarian as they can be. I'm, I'm more yeah. so. I, I feel like, I and mean, this is again an opinion that Islam has leans more towards in the West with libertarian. So, ideas. is all your decisions in life towards Islam? Hundred percent. The Quran is my foundation. Look, mm. if we look at chapter sixteen, verse thirty-six, everything reverts back to your foundation. Every messer, messenger that God has ever sent, and by the way, there were hundreds and thousands mm. of messengers. They all said a universal message. They said, "Obey." Uh, they said, "Believe and obey God, and repel the taghut." taghut. What is the taghut? Taghut is the system of evil that does exist in this world. 
And God says, and repel it. Now, does it mean someone like me reads it and says, you know what, I'm, if I can't find it, I'm just going to create the taghut and say, you know what, that's him, that's him. Yeah. That's him. No, no, no. Go back. Find out the foundation. Read history. Oh, my God, we've committed all these war crimes. Oh, my God, we've been, we're the cause of the suffering in Philippines, for example. You know, people don't even know anything about Philippines and the whole Bataan reactor, which I won't get into. But, <laughs> but the whole banking infrastructure that it's... Everything is... You know what? Let me just add this. How do I know that our country, for example, is not working on the right path? According to Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared war against interest. Not only did he forbid it, he declared war. Okay, so the whole interesting in Islam is, it's, it's, it, I think that was more... This is, obviously, no, I, go ahead. So... Like I heard, like uh, don't buy a rental because it causes uh, unnecessary rent, uh, interest, which I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think like if I don't believe, like I think there's it was meant for something different than Allah what we're using it for. Like, when he compared interest, when he when he said repel, was interest. for the in intention of taking advantage of someone so else. So okay? Allah sub compares it to charity, which is a bipolar. So Allah says he mentions charity, and he mentions interest. Why? Because charity is to give. Interest takes to give. Interest takes and gives yeah. nothing. Because yeah. you really yeah. don't do that. But also, if you want to look at the, the dangers of interest, and why this relates back to the government in the West, I'll explain in a second. But what happens is when you go to, for example, a country like the Philippines, who was told, quick story, was told to build a Bataan nuclear reactor. Look this up under Fernand Marcos. By the way, the Philippines never had poverty rates the way it had before mm -hmm. that international loan. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to explain this as quickly and, and, and as smoothly as possible. Here comes a third world country, right? You have this economic hitman. The Confessions of the Economic Hitman by John Perkins. Read that book. Mm -hmm. Just read it. You're a lawyer. You read a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read. Do you read a lot? I like <laughs> motivation. So look, he... Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you learned much about that, but look. Harry Potters are awesome. They're all right. Listen, <laughs> they go to Fernand Marcos. They try to convince him, look, if you build a nuclear reactor in your country, which is now known as the Bataan nuclear reactor, okay. if you build this... Your country will become an uh, advanced nation, no longer a third world country, towers all in the main city. And we're going to give you the money to build this. So how much does it cost? Oh, it costs $5 billion. Okay, well, we don't have $5 billion because we're living by our means. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't worry. The International Monetary Fund, which is a mm -hmm. collection uh, of, of centralized yeah, yeah, yeah. banks, they come in, they give them a loan. They give them a loan on an extremely high interest rate, right? So who now, by the way, Philippines doesn't have to do nothing. General Electric comes in. International Monetary Fund comes in. They give them the money. They start building. And you're just chilling. Mm -hmm. So they build this nuclear reactor. Uh, it's done. It's complete. Here comes the nuclear inspectors. <laughs> and the nuclear inspectors say, you can't run this. Because Fernand Marcos is gone, by the way. They got the new leader. Oh, man, I forgot her name. But the point is, now she, it's a female a president that came after Marcos. And they told her, the nuclear inspector said, you can't run this. It's a volcanic area. And it's an earthquake zone. You can't operate this. And you build a nuclear reactor in, in a that area. General Electric ended up selling it to Westinghouse or whatever company. It was an engineering company. But mm -hmm. now comes the IMF on the door to this new president and says, hey, you owe us. You owe us money for something you, you owe us. even build. Right? Oh, but the, 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 no, 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 no. You owe us. Now, look at the way the World Bank really works. It's a crime or it's a criminal organization. Mm -hmm. It's a gang. They come to the Philippines and they tell the Philippines, now you owe us the money as we agreed. Principal yeah. plus interest. They say, look, we can't afford principal. You know what this lady does? She goes to Congress. I swear to you. I swear this is on video. She literally tells them, look, we're going to honor our debts. 52, no, excuse me, 48% of the Philippines' annual budget was paying the interest alone on the Bataan nuclear reactor loan from the International Monetary Fund. And you wonder why kids were starving? You wonder why drugs were mm -hmm. soaring in the Philippines? You wonder why people were starving to death and kids were picking up garbage for $2 a day or a week, actually? Mm -hmm. This is why. 
So the International Monetary Fund says, look, you're paying us the interest alone. We want our principal. So the United States government, who's the major shareholder in that loan, mm-hmm. will come in and say, look, instead of paying you $20 million for a, for a, $20 million for a military base in the Philippines, we're going to take out a million dollars out of your loan in principal, but we're going to build it. Mm-hmm. Your farmers that were selling potatoes, that were building diverse crops, you're yeah. going to sell only potatoes for instead of $10 a bag, you're going to sell it for a dollar a bag to Idaho Potato Corporation. Mm-hmm. And then we'll wave off ah, a couple <laughs> dollars off your loan. Yeah, and that's what they do. And this is what the IMF yeah. does. But Okay, going back to when I look at this, and I say, wow, this is a country that does not follow God's laws. It does mm-hmm. not recognize God's laws. Even the Bible interest was forbidden. Mm-hmm. It was completely forbidden. But then the Jew and the Old Testament justified it to say um, <laughs> they could to non-Jews, but to Jews they're not allowed. Well, yeah. anyways, I look at that government that follows these means. They say... By the way, the Quran does say this. It says that they claim interest is like business, but Allah says, no. I made business lawful, but made interest haram. So even banks in itself making money is haram money. It's mo- and uh-huh. according to Islamic law, how is this related now? I look at the structure of a government that is by working by these means. And I say, look, even the financial aspect of it is exploitation and injustice. On top of that, spending billions on military, we're killing people overseas. Oh, but they're not American, right? shouldn't care too much it's for our democracy <laughs> how many times have we heard that <laughs> but when i look at all these things i judge a personality into this government and then i say look you're coming to me and telling me to shut down my business and to take a vaccine oh, after, yeah, yeah no and i uh, listen and then they come to me in my work at devita and they said look by december if you take the vaccine or you're fired you know, did I you think that oh, what happened? oh i i simply told my manager look i'm gone i because why you're really gonna quit because i have kids and if my kids are gonna live in a world where they don't have a choice Whatever happened to choice? God does exist. God does heal. I've never taken a vaccine in eight, nine years. Alhamdulillah, every time I got sick, I healed. Who healed me? What medicine healed me? Yeah, but not everyone's built like you. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying I'm young and I'm healthy. I understand. But what I'm trying to say is bring God back into our our lives. (coughs) I'm not sick. See, I'm getting sick now. You should have took the vaccine for the cough. This guy, you should have <laughs> took the booster too. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not going to stop, by the way. I know. And, and call it, again, a, a conspiracy prediction, but it's not going to stop. There, it's going to come right back, another wave, and a fourth and fifth. Why? Because there's an agenda. Mm-hmm. The agenda is not about our health. It's the control. agenda is about government control. You know what? I don't know how much further I want to go into no, this. No, don't. Go We're ahead. Chilling. Yeah. I don't, I don't no, mind. I, I like it. I'm I like just saying. I want to go towards different topics. All right, that's quick. fine. So that's fine. I hope I so I'm not crazy. So you yeah. always bring religion into your foundation. Uh, it's, it's, it's and you, uh, so let me ask you this. So the, the Islam, in general, all religions, yeah. the, the, the basic uh, just, just of it is like a moral compass. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So let me ask you this. So, I mean, I'm copying who really. Um, <laughs> it's my like, it's my <laughs> line. Let me ask you this. I should have got that on the back of the cup. Why, why are people <laughs> in Dearborn so, uh, why, why is that religious crowd so like uh, angry all the time? Why are they so like, what do you mean by angry? Um, you're, uh, there's a group of people. I'm telling you, man, on. I am so like, like these people for somebody around. that was like born, well, not born, I'm sorry, I was born in Lebanon. For somebody that was raised in Dearborn like their whole life, yeah, I was actually born in Lebanon. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, why? No, I just never <laughs> thought that. Really? That's nothing, funny. Nothing bad. No, I'm just curious. <laughs> no, I'm just... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So Where were ahead, you born? Were you born in America? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm American. You're American? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I've never... Okay, can you define what these angry... Okay, you don't know these people. Are. I, I, I really don't. We had a group of... We have... Okay, growing up, we had a group, a band of... There's still and, and people and like Look, we, we predominantly follow the Jafri school of thought, which is right. the Shia Islam, the 12 yeah. Shia Islam. Correct. And um, a lot of these group of guys that uh, were... Uh, basically religious figures 
And when I say like, religious, what do you mean by religious figures? Like, okay, like, 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 they, they were very well up. known that they were a band that's very. Uh, also, there's people that like they like these got like there's like known speakers in the community. These guys are not even no, no, not even no, like no, that. No, no, My bad. Yeah, yeah. I think figures was a little too big of a word yeah, to give them. It was just young guys. These are just people that are just known to be religious, like by the community. They value Islam. Okay, I value Islam. Okay, you look at a picture of them; they never smile. Habibi smile. Well, I don't. Okay, but you think it has to do if with someone religion? does something, yeah. If someone does Why? something haram, if someone does something against Islamic law, it's like, bro, there's this huge attack against them. Hey, I don't know if it's Daesh coming after me or what. <laughs> really? Can I ask you a question? You've yeah. got um, Ahmed. Have you Can gone to question? Well, both of you. Well, I don't, I'm going to ask you, and then I'm going to ask Kill this okay. question. Um, have you ever gone to those camps for uh, for Hassan? What is it called? Like the camp? Uh, I have been to one. I've never. Oh, I've heard of it. Okay, so you've been to one. Uh, are NYC, these, yeah. Okay, are these like? So, uh, are these like allegedly angry people? Do they go to these? No, no, no. So, all right, we're talking about two different things. Okay. Okay. Those people are too good for those camps. <laughs> by the way. Oh. I swear, to, we've heard people be like, "No, I'll never go to those camps." It's like 15, 20 people, by the way. What we're talking about. Oh, okay. Not we're not talking about it's bigger. Couple. It's this group of people hey, in Dearborn. It's funny. I actually have somebody in mind. Mm. I'm gonna tell you the name. Oh, after. I'm almost sorry. I'm gonna guess. Group, it. Hey, I'm almost sorry. I'm gonna guess it. Dearborn is filled <laughs> with these. Hey, with these people. Hey, these people that just walk around and literally like they preach like they're so they they're judge. so religious they, they okay. and they lack such basic morals of smiling saying please saying thank you not paying it's just in general everything tell me how you really feel bro you've been you've hey, been actually uh, personally hey, attacked by some of these people think about oh, it Haraj. Cool. think about it okay. think about it no because awesome. I'm, I'm always talking about it yeah what makes them like why are they so angry all the time you said it's like a fashion thing it's, right? listen because you gotta look at the root of it why are they using this? For example, a specific individual, young man, why is he portraying himself as a Muslim or as a religious figure? Because I'm telling you, the driver is that people always want to be better than others. You know, some people want to be better. Pride and religion mixed pride together. Pride and religion mixed together. And by the way, it has nothing to do with religion. They simply... Um, they take religion and then... Yeah, they it's like, look, I'm not the best athlete. I'm not the best looking. I'm not uh, whatever every young man wants, right? Yeah. And they say, you know what? But I notice something they all lack is religion. So I'm going to pick that up. And then I'm gonna use it as a fashion. Yeah, but do you do do you so think that their intention all along was so this person, right, whoever it is you're describing, whoever it's not one, it's a lot of people. This, these, all right, let's just say it's actually know, a Western issue. This happens a lot in the let's West. Let's just say these classes, you know, this yeah. class of people. Do you think that? Uh, so you think that they decided to pick up religion because they weren't good at anything else? No, that's not true. I mean, that's, that's how I was making it seem like. No, it's I, just... Ahmed just said that, hey, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. So, you know what? I, I noticed that these it's people are not religious. Therefore, I'm going to become no, no, religious. No, no, no. There are people that are No, no, no. But there are people that are like that. There really? are people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, do you think that their intention from, like... Well, from, like, I would have like, never known until... And t- do you know how I know that? Huh. Until you sit down to have an Islamic conversation and all of a sudden it's anger and shouting. Really? All of a sudden, You've it's been like with I people know. Like that? Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god! By the way, yeah. religion. If you su- if we sit and talk about religion, we'll laugh all day. It's a. Y- it's yeah, we, I know. We enjoy. We it's laugh. It's supposed to be a, a nice conversation. It's a beautiful conversation. You we got talk yeah. about life after death. Yeah, and all you these got a things. lot of people that are just contradicting. Like, and it's it's like yeah, it's like they get angry. Habibi, I know more than you. I know, I know this. I know. I'm more religious. I already know this. If you tell them a story. Let me explain something. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's that's, ridiculous. That's how you discover the true the true roots of it. Because look, if you come to me, listen, I follow, the, like I said, the Jafari school of thought. I have absolute respect to the Hanafi school of thought, to the Shafi'i. These are all Sunni yeah, uh, yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah. People don't know this. Imam Jafar al-Sadiq was actually a teacher of Malik ibn Anas, mm-hmm. who, Ahmad, uh, who actually the Hanafis learned from. 
uh, Imam Shafi'i learned from members of Ahlul Bayt. Like they're all connected. Mm-hmm. It's just a school of thought. It's like if you go to MSU and you go to Michigan and you both right. learn specific science experiments, it's gonna be someone in Michigan is going to do a different form of experiment, different preparations. This is all what this but is. Yeah, but the lesson is the same at the end of at the day. At the end of the day, th- yeah. Right, right, right. So, right. like, okay, and again, like, I've, I've sat with people from the Hanafi school of thought and the Jafri school of thought, and I enjoyed dialect with both of them, but sometimes I always notice on each side, no matter which way you lean, they always try to drag you in. They say, oh, yeah, you're right, we should unite, we should unite, but they just come kind of some way, try to... Try to and this, this, and this and this and this happens on both, on both sides. sides. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, oh, I know. I'm all aware. And I'm looking at them, Habibi. Dehna Muslimin. We're <laughs> we are all on one path. Mm-hmm. And this whole idea of Shia Sunnah, it has nothing to even do with. I mean, it's just it's insane when you study the foundation of school of thought, and then you come down to this these arguments. But you know what, man? Honestly, what I noticed is a lot of the Shia Sunnah stuff. I feel like that's just a Dearborn thing, man. I, I, no, I, it's online. I, I a lot of foreigners, a lot of foreigners, a lot like of foreigners this, say it's not that serious overseas. Yeah, it's not. Over here, it's more. It's, it's very serious. You know, here. again, again, what does like it come it da- but here? What does it come down to? Everyone wants to prove they're on the, they're yeah. on the right side. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm right. You're wrong. Oh no, he's not doing this. Habibi, ro, 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 calm down. <laughs> it's it's we, we need to start respecting each other's uh, practices. Take a religion out of it. People don't respect each other in Dearborn. <laughs> yeah. In yeah, general. Yeah. You don't look. Religion should be, fun. and then you get people from Dearborn, and it then you mix in religion, and it's a mess. No, no, but it should be. Religion should be a fun topic. I, we should well, enjoy it. We oh should really? laugh yeah. about it. When we should be open and say, "Look, I got fast to make up." You know, Allah, when I was younger, <laughs> I wasn't disciplined. This is this. Mm-hmm. Allah, Allah, I'm a good guy. When I went to those <laughs> retreats, I went to two of them, uh, and. A, they were the best three or four days I've ever had on vacation. You know, I've ever been on one. They're amazing. They're, you I've get away. You, you, it's all about good intentions and better fitting yourself. It's it's a, it's a great. Then you got people look at it and be like, uh, the, the, do you, are you against those no, retreats? No, no, no. Uh, people go also, young men and women. It's a halal way of trying of meeting to somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If well, you go for that intention, it's the a wrong nice towel. We used to refer to them. What would you, you call it? No, no, nothing. No, we're not going to refer to that. We're not going to that. Hold on, wait. I want to go back. What the hell did you just say? We're not. What did he say? Cal can explain this one. No, what did he say? I'm not explaining this one. No, how did you explain it? What the hell did he say? Okay, look, look. There was a code name for. No, we're not doing that. A very, very good potential wife. Okay. Okay. We used the code name growing up. It was a towel. That's fudged up. No, is it? Is it? It really? is. It is. I mean, it but is. it's our. It's it well, okay. Let me yeah. ask you something. Okay, I, w- I didn't make this up. I by know the you way. did. I'm not accusing you of it. I'm saying this. Okay. Was was the name because it refers to the hijab? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, huh. yeah, but it was amongst us. Listen, I mean, listen, whatever. Listen, listen. Yeah. Yeah. He was sure. one of the founders of that. I name. was not one of the founders. <laughs> uh, so um, no, in, it's in general. We didn't kill this. No, so it goes what? back. I have a qu- no, I'm sorry, Kel, but I'm really curious. Where the hell does towel? I didn't create no, it. Not you, you, not you. No, not you. Not you. Name. They're probably no. watching. In general. No, no, no. I'm curious. I'm curious. Where does towel? Okay. And good halal woman. Name. It was just a, a code name, Compar- I guess. I, know, I didn't make okay. it. I, I didn't. Jump. Listen. I, I, no, no, no. But again, let me hear, just hear me out for a minute. If somebody told me, hey, this is a badass towel. Oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna treat that as if like, oh, you know, this is like a nice woman looking for head, By the way, no, no, not towel. I, no, yeah. not towel. Just the word towel. It came from a towel. I think these guys. I think these guys were at like um, they were they were shopping at Bed Bath and Beyond. Something, something reverted back to being clean. Okay, so there was a bunch of guys at Bed Bath and Beyond. There's already a problem. What else happened? <laughs> I, I wasn't there to make it. I just, okay. I just, I was a part. I wasn't a part of it, but I was like, I was, I was in the so, time they. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Read this. We'll we'll talk about it after. Look what Zay said. So um. Oh wow! Listen, so yeah. uh, so everything against the West. So you are you gonna are you gonna send your kids to the private school or public school? Oh, so we're going on about that. Oh, okay. Uh, no, private school. I won't take my kids to the public. School. Thousand percent. Islamic private school or the general private school? 
I mean, I absolutely or homeschool. Islamic pri- private school. But I mean, also that has its own issues. You got everyone <coughs> trying to make their own business. You know, it would be beautiful if we all had one Islamic. Uh, School, but it's you, tough. You rolled your eyes because it's never happened. Hundred percent, you're not putting it in public. You, it's, it's not no, gonna work, Ahmad. It's it's uh, it, w- it wouldn't work. You need you need. Yeah, that. I don't think we need a topic. Not, not, even, that not even just that. You need yeah. you, honestly. You need competition. And if you have just one school of thought yeah. and, and it's flawed, it's yeah. flawed. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You can't. Yeah. So you can't, why won't you work. put in public? School? I won't put in public schools. Listen, because there's what we see. This whole woke uh, cancel culture today. Uh, look, we see the the movement of the LGBTQ. And whatever letters have been added that I'm not uh, up to date with, mm-hmm. uh, look, they're just they're just shoving this in our in our faces. They're just everywhere you go. If you go on YouTube, you see commercials, and it's just this openness, this acceptance. And my kids are not going to accept that. My kids are not. Listen, I can't I can't force that on them. I will teach them how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has forbidden that act. How Allah Subhanahu wa Taala does not even accept of this in a society. Okay, and by the way, it's them that's portraying this in, in our face. Look, if someone does what they do behind closed doors, how is it my business? Mm-hmm. But when you want to come to me and say, hey, you must accept me for how I am, you know, however they talk. Would you ever put in public say something? Absolutely. Just how they come to me and say and, and express themselves, I should express myself and say, look, I'm, I'm the resistance against this and this should stop. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, what do you do with the fact that the majority of society now Deems the person that's against it the enemy. That's fine, because again, it all refers to, <laughs> again, who's the main pusher of this is a federal government. Mm-hmm. Our government. Listen again, how the government can push whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. If people are declining, well, Florida with just God banned, uh, zero uh, K through three. I don't know what they're doing, and all of every state does its own thing. But look, eventually, even those red states are going to fall to this. Believe it or not, because even because it comes down to one thing. The way I look at it is you got to look at the God consciousness of a society. Mm-hmm. God consciousness refers to one thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> worshiping God's command, I mean, uh, following God's command. That's what worship is. You can claim you believe in God and all this all you want, but if you don't take a specific law, book of laws of God, and you follow it, then you're not in worship. And I notice this. Churches are empty. Yeah. You know, even, alhamdulillah, in Dearborn, trust me, I've lived outside of Dearborn. We are better off than others outside. Oh, in the terms of I God know, consciousness, know, we still have gatherings where we talk about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. and, and we actually focus on what's to come after this life. So where do you, so, so would you go out of your way to do something like, yeah, because I'm all about just keeping, let everyone do what they want and, and not even that, it's like if they're in public, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to like, uh, like purposely tell someone you're, well, you're, you're Kel, the devil. Yeah, so Ahmed, so I think what Kel is trying to ask is would you, are you the you kind of person that way. would willfully advocate against it? Like, 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 or you'll just mind your own business, right? So, like, when it's silent, when it's a silent movement, I'm silent. Right. But when it becomes very vocal, I'm not just gonna sit there in the crowd and just be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. no, I'm gonna say, excuse me, sir, I'm actually against it. Oh, why? Because we were mentioned parables in our religious books, right? That right, mentioned right. the wickedness of this act. Yeah. You know, but by the way, God alone also forbid even uh, heterosexual. Uh, Unlawful actions. For example, what a takrabul zina fahiya Right, 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 right. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do not even go near fornication. Mm-hmm. So even me, who has a desire for an opposite gender, I, I avoid. Why? Because I'm following God's means. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're not, you're not, I'm going to use that word, you're not gay unless you act upon it. You okay. know, there are people I've like... I've actually heard that argument before. Yeah, and look, but just think about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to judge you because, look, I'm, oh, I was born this way. This whole nonsense after Lady Gaga made up that song, born this way. <laughs> look... Was it? I don't know if you know yeah. if it was her, but the point is, 
if a, someone has this issue where, you know what, I look at a young man such as Amino and I say, Allah, <laughs> you know, but I'm in control. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and this is very important for you guys, for everyone to know this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said when, uh, when Nabi Dawood was given prophethood and kingdomship, it mm-hmm. was, uh, on the people of Ben Israel. Right. And he gave him advice. And the first advice says, means do not follow your desires. Do not obey your desires. They will deviate you from my path. Mm-hmm. Another verse in the Quran it says, Have you not seen those who have taken their desires as their gods? Right? What does Allah no, yeah. mean by this? He means that you've taken every bit of what you desire, whether mm-hmm. it's through food, through sexuality, through right, right. through your ego, through your pride, and you've just fulfilled that desire yeah. constantly. Allah yeah. says these people have taken that as their God before before me. Another another one that says, uh, and they have followed their desires and their life is in shambles. If you mm-hmm. notice these people that are like this, following desires, you know, even if it's heterosexual actions, you know. Right, right. Guys, it's a desire nonetheless. It's, it's just all, mm. their, their life is in shambles. They have no structure. They're, it, they're all over the place. You, so, man, I was going to ask so much questions off that. Go go off, remember we were mentioning the, uh, the, the sticker gate? Yeah. The desensitizing? Oh, Sticker yeah. gate. I made Sticker a good point, right? Great. Sticker gate. So Sticker if you don't, gate was so, uh, I did a good job handling it. Though. So you, I'm not saying you didn't. We're but in a group chat, and uh, <laughs> well, you're the good guy. I'm at a Rajli as an admin, and uh, <laughs> some people were sending inappropriate stickers. I'm pretty sure people on Dear One know, know what it is, and uh, you completely kicked everyone out. Not at first. I warned. You I warned. I said, guys, look, I'm in control of this group chat. We got about 30 guys. I said, look, as long as I'm in control, guys, we shouldn't be doing these. So things. you know, I do, I do, I do have to commend you. For uh, um, handling that situation. No, not even that. For uh, for allowing me to send uh, the COVID safety video, it was. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so why 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 why? why, so, why, hey, why no, no, no. Here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. This, this is the best part about it. He knew it wasn't gonna be just a safety video because his response was, "All right, just send it." And he started like he put the laughing emoji. This guy laughed okay, so okay, hard okay. he almost broke my basement floors. So uh, why are you <laughs> against uh, the stickers? Being listen, just being as simple. And even and us men who are exposed to these explicit uh, images. I always mention this story uh, in Iran, actually. There was a scholar and a professor, and the professor actually had to go to the UK. He worked at Oxford. And when he went to Oxford, he, uh, man, he had a fit, man. I mean, he actually enjoyed all these women dressing the way they do in the West. You know, he grew up in uh, yeah. Isfahan in Iran, and everyone's modest. Their scarves mandatory there. And... After 10 years there, he became so desensitized. He could see a woman walking half naked in a bikini, and it's like, whatever. Okay. So he went back to Iran, and he told the scholars, like, look, man, you know, you guys are teaching Islam, Islam to the woman to cover, cover. You know, maybe if you let them uncover, guys will become desensitized. And the scholar stopped him. He said, that's not what Islam wants. Because there's actual link between men that are desensitized and not having that, in, um, not having that guardianship over their woman. You see a lot of guys that enjoy trophy wives. Right? Have you guys seen those? Yeah. Guys that enjoy their wives to stick their behinds out and just look beautiful. I don't want to walk next to you and show everyone what I got. These right. people are desensitized. Mm. Look at these people, and I'm telling you, judge them off that. They're desensitized. When we're sensitive to a woman's physical nature, when we are married, you will safeguard that woman. She is something that you never would want another man even looking towards her. Sometimes even a guy looking to talk to her be like, hey, what are you looking at? <laughs> And I'm not saying become extreme, but Islam wants that value. Mm-hmm. Because when we have that, it secures the marriage. It makes that muaddatan wa rahman, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran, it makes it more beautiful. 
So when these young guys are in, even being silly, even with, with the intention of being silly, when we're seeing these things, we're actually becoming more and more desensitized. Don't you think this should be also a hijab for men? Like, not Absolutely. Men, like, oh, my God. I like love the you. guys that are you. wearing, yes. like, stri- like they're basically naked at the beach. Yeah. Islam does commend for, yeah. Like, uh, listen. And, they, and then they go back and sit in their barbecue with a girl that wears, like, a abaya on. See, and, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's contradicting. I, I, remember, we, used to, we grew up, we used to go to the park and yeah. stuff. You know, I've never taken off my shirt. I see, I don't either. Ever again, because yeah. I realized there is a sense of integrity. Even when we pray, you, you should have something abo- over your knees. Uh, it's just contradicting on and, and doing that. And, and listen, men always push for this. It's a man's world. So woman, you guys get disciplined and we're going to do what we want. Or if you, there was this one show, man, you guys would know this. Not that it's not. That yeah, what's the show? It was a show about uh, these Egyptian Muslims living in America. And Rami. Rami, that's what it was. Rami, oh, it's, oh my it's a good God. show. It's hey. a horrible show. No, no, no. no. It. It's it's sure. no, 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 no. Just hear me out. Just let hold me. Up. It's so <laughs> realistic. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, you can't take the show as it as it is. You have to take the show for the message it's bringing. You oh yeah, the message was bad. No, no was it? Let me finish. No, let me finish. Hey, before you come up with something, just let me speak. Okay, the point of the show was to show you the struggles and the issues that people deal with when it comes to mixing Islam and Western culture. And that was and the point. And what won in the end, according to that show? Western it's culture, still going. Western culture completely I, 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 destroyed. And you're making I, it seem I, like I it under, hasn't happened yet. I, uh, Ahmad, still happening. Ahmad, I understand, but, but by me saying they it's a good show. They showcase the struggle. They're like, look what's, what's happening. Okay. That was the point of it, and that's why it's what, good. What killed me is like, there was this one scene. So I had a coworker. He kept telling me about it. You should watch it. Watch uh-huh. I was like, bro, first I don't watch these things. But I said, for the sake of it, I'm going to watch like, certain clips of it. Oh, that's and the worst thing you can no, do. No, 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 but hold on. And he showed me this clip, and he was laughing about it and having a joke, and apparently the guy, uh, the girl, their sister, was having his a... His sister? Yeah, his sister was doing something haram or, okay. you know, and fornication, and her uncles went off on her. They're going to kill her. And then yeah. his then her brother walks by, and he takes... Uh, he's like, oh, I'm going out on a date with this no, girl. No, I remember and that And they're, like, applauding him or something. And, yeah, yeah, yalla, go, go. No, she came home late, and then they're, they're, they're snapping at her, and then he picks up his things. I'll be back at 3 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I'm looking at this, I'm like, wow, man, this is... But how relatable is it's it? It's on point. It's on point. But we shouldn't see that. It's, I'm not saying whether you well, should answer the, the question, truth? but I'm saying is that's it's giving you the exact hey. situations. Okay, I see. What you're, I'm not saying every household. I know what you mean, but that's what it's. Did doing. you guys see uh, TLC's American Muslim during Ramadan? Uh, no, the most undisciplined Muslims I've ever seen in my life. You're talking about um, I know what you're talking about. What is it called? Yeah, yeah, the one that came in Dearborn. No, they were nice families. Nice families. he's American. Yeah, I had to break my fast. I was. It was very hard for me today. I've even shown Muslims in America that are disciplined, that have morals and values. half <laughs> Muslim. They probably won't say Muslim. Hey, do you want to act like you're a Muslim today and act like you're very undisciplined? It's funny because you're raging right now, but it's, it's you're coming off. You're contradicting what you were saying earlier. What was I saying? Uh, judging people. Um, mm. look at look, <laughs> he got look, you there. Look, that isn't a judgment because it was on the show. The guy <laughs> was. I'm, what I'm saying is the guy was on the show. American Muslim when you're younger. <clears throat> I was excited what was to it watch. Called? This. American, all American Muslim? All American Muslim. That's what I thought. I never watched it. I even know. I have I was no young. idea. I was excited. I, I remember it was a show that like, came wow, to Dearborn. Wow, yeah. we're going to see Muslimin. Then the world's going to say, wow, what a beautiful religion. Khayyad, they put a guy, he broke his fast every time he was on the other thing. Oh, it's too hard today, you know? So I had to have my cheeseburger. So, uh. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
and we're back with Ahmed, master's degree at YouTube, Harajli. <laughs> I'm joking. Thanks I'm for joking. the credentials. <laughs> no, you, it's not. you know, this there's better than the CNN Cartoon News Network. I'll tell <laughs> you that. The cartoon. <laughs> That's all it is. This is uh. Do you think anyone that listens and this is a fun hard? conversation? Uh, no, it was crazy. Honestly, in America, this is you have to understand something. I I can't blame some people, especially Americans, for the views that they have when it comes to certain topics because their 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 main source of information is from you CNN. Know, yeah. yeah, CNN is known to be a bunch of clowns, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, but you have to understand just like. Where you're used to getting your news from your entire life, that's where they're used to getting their news from their entire life, from their parents' parents to their parents to them. Like, how it is. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's it's harder to convince someone they were lied to than to just to simply lie to them. 100%. It's easy for me to lie to you, but then for someone to come to you and say, hey, Cal, by the way, you were lied to by Ahmad. That's harder. Now your pride sets in and defends right. it. So, oh, right. no way. Yeah, because you were so down. There, there was a famous philosopher. His name was, I'm sure you've heard of this guy. His name was Voltaire. No, I never. Okay, so really? he, he yes, no. no, it's true, and this, this, you can look this up. It's like looking things up, he said, "Those who make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities." Oh, and it's it's very and 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 and, <laughs> and, and and the media in this country is mainly responsible for yeah, a lot of the yeah, atrocities yeah, that yeah, occur yeah, in this yeah, country. Yeah. I think yeah. they created ISIS. Oh, 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 oh. confessions oh, yeah. of a British spy. It's a good book to read. We're not getting into that. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> they created the idea of Wahhabism. Oh, we have a fan. Go ahead, sir. No, not yet, not yet, not yet. No, not yet? We're, not we're gonna get into to the Russia topic, just not now. No, no, this guy is itching to talk about uh, ISIS. Let's talk about a little bit not about ISIS. Russia. He's talking about ISIS Russia, too. I'm sorry, uh, Russia. So, um, <laughs> so. Uh, By the way, is that still a thing now? What ISIS? Oh yeah, like, oh, they're actually they're in Ukraine. Really? Yeah. No, like seriously though. Oh, I'm not even playing. The uh, Americans were sending them over to okay, now, Western Ukraine. Now, so were they really Chechenian fighters at the time? Chechnyans, you got to understand, they had a civil war that actually uh, took place in the early 2000s with the Russian government. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Ahmad Khedrov, who was the leader and president of the Chechnyans that helped stabilize the region. Yeah. Chechnya would have been in turmoils. And those Chechnyans that were against uh, the formal government in Chechnya, that's in cahoots, I mean, that works with Russia, they actually ended up going and joining ISIS. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, they're very fierce fighters. Was it true that a lot of Americans actually left America to go join ISIS? Yeah. Was this actually confirmed? Well, I don't know if a lot of Americans, but no, no, but no, no like British, were there, were there actual UK, Americans? In France, and they knew about it, and they let them go. And they let them go. And then when they came back, it was a problem, though. Habibi, you let them go. <laughs> Habibi, <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so listen, we're back to Dearborn. So, uh, mm. so I noticed that you are not into like uh, this is one thing I like about you. So, uh, not taking shade at uh, Hawili, but like um, Let's hear it. Uh, about the like materialistic people in Dearborn. Uh-huh. Mm. He's pretty. What, what do you mean? What do you? What no, do you mean that he's not into it. He's like complete opposite. I think so everything no, he does I in his life is again. I'm not pushing it on anybody, but me personally, I'm not the materialistic guy. Let me ask you a question. Do you judge people that do that that, that drive? I don't nice judge, cars? but I sometimes I question. Well, let me ask you a question. Do yeah. you think if somebody owns something expensive, it automatically deems them materialistic? If you own a Rolex, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Here it is. It's taking you're a, a horrible man. Oh, wow, <laughs> but you're fine. You're all one. Sure, so, sure, you know, sure. I'm just kidding. So, no, no, I'm I know that from last time we talked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Listen, the no, way I'm b- by the way, so we have we have had this conversation many times. So I am curious. Do you believe if somebody owns something that is particularly expensive? Does that make them materialistic? Not necessarily. Okay, so but what's your again, definition of somebody that's materialistic? Materialistic is, um, you would only, honestly, it's, um, 
it's more of like a personal thing you need to figure out. Like you, you could only know if you're materialistic. No, no, I know, sense. I know, I know, I know, I know. But you said I'm, I am not a fan of materialism. I'm so not materialistic. Me, yeah, so yes. I'm not, so right. I'm so not, what's I'm your definition of materialism for you me to say? Me being what's attracted to the the, 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 basically the status quo, the most beautiful thing. You know, right. having the things that everyone wants. Okay. I've literally okay. heard people say, "I will not wear anything that's not name brand." Uh, yeah, that's different. No, I'm talking about. Okay, so like what what like, and this is this is obviously like chance. my hope. I would hope that your opinion of materialism wouldn't wouldn't be defined by somebody that just buys something expensive. Not only that, materialism in itself, my definition of what someone being materialistic is also someone that just runs after money, 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 money. Honestly, it's not just simply honestly, no, but to me, I don't put it in one pot. It's all one pot. Really? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I think honestly, I think it's a flaw to do that. No, you're. I think it's a flaw to do that, Ahmed, because somebody that's hustling to like to make yeah. money and to make a living is not materialistic. What's his intention? If he's spending it on huge, extravagant things all the time, Habibi wrote. I think no. it's more of an obsession than than uh, than. Uh, well, than, yeah, than yeah. Well, again, to prove it to yourself that you can do it. Right? No, no, not even just that. Okay, like here's the thing: the way I look, and again, I'm not saying my opinion prevails over yours. I'm no. saying like my 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 definition of materialism is somebody that lives to, I guess. Impress other people. Impress other people. That's the best way to do it. With what they're wearing and what they're doing. So you would know that. So if you have a Rolex, you know why you're wearing it. Correct. Do you personally just enjoy wearing it? Or do you enjoy having someone see you wear it? No, so I'm gonna straight up say no, it. So, no, no. so the so way I do it, I, I always, always talk. That. And I, I can't judge Here's you. the thing, and I tell my so I have, I have a group of friends that are gonna watch this. Mm. So whenever I tell them I bought something or I bought, they they shred. Why are you crazy? Why? Give me your money. Let me show you what's supposed hey, to be done. And so and so and so and so this guy looking full at the senora right now. Oh God! And so and so here's what I do. Okay, and I tell my friends this all the time. Here's my explanation. All right, so. For those that don't know me, I work a lot of heavy hours. Like, you know this, you know, because I run my own firm. It's, it's a lot, okay? Yeah, it is. So every couple months, like, alhamdulillah, like, if I have a good month, I that's, like, that's like the way of rewarding myself. I'll go buy myself, like, a new suit or, like, a new watch, something like that. So, like, I bought a, like, I ended up buying that motorcycle. Google, you'll have kids and they'll spend yeah. it on them. Yeah, exactly. And so that's my way of doing it. But it's, like, I, I'm not the kind of person. But I also know people that literally work, take that paycheck, and just go spend it. And they have no value yeah, for it. Yeah, you got these kids There's that parents, Make sure you pay your zakat. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. According to yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the profits, uh, correct. You know, laws is two and a half percent. Yeah, but the more you give, even better. So you hundred percent. You yeah. got these guys. That's a good thing. You got yeah. these clowns that literally like work 90, 80 hours a week. It's more than the younger crowd. They'll work so much hours and spend most. They have no savings and they spend all their money on on scat packs and bro. And, I and literally, I literally and, and knew somebody that was working. I'm talking hours you can you couldn't imagine. Just to pay off the lease, they were, they were, was, I felt bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, this guy drives, uh, so uh, yeah, like, I don't understand these people that literally just like they buy like the most expensive things just to impress someone that doesn't give a sh- and what you impress someone that's gonna literally shit talk. Well, sometimes to it's, not, right. it's not even that, it's sometimes people also are driven to materialism, beautiful things because they feel accomplished, you know. Yeah. It's a way, like, okay, for example, like he said, that's how I, I, I work. For me to feel like my work is actually like, I, I'm not. No, 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 no. Here, I'm, I'm gonna mix it up. No, no, no. No, no. Say it. No, no. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's let not. Let me sit here and I'll say. No, no, no. <laughs> here, no just hear me out. Hear me out. No, no. Let me repeat. It's not. It's not. It's not for a sense of accomplishment. It's my reward to myself. Oh. Yeah, I want to reward myself. You know, this month I busted my ass off. I've always wanted this, for example, this Rolex or this suit that I, I saw. Mm. For, is I didn't have the financial means before to afford it. This time I want to be able to get it for myself. It's more of a reward for my for me. 
It's not. Mm. It's not something that I'm not. I'm not buying it. You know, to impress. You know, like you know, like my next door neighbor. No, no. Like, no. hey, you know, look what I got this week. If you you know what it, I'm saying? If you got it, you got it. The, the issue right. is like the, the intention. Like you're. You, right. When you walk out, you don't think you're better than people because you. Have no, no absolutely not. You got people no, no, no. that literally look at you and be like, "Bro, I swear to God, you know what I see all the time? Yeah. You see the Instagram story. The guys lean back. They take off. They get a photo yeah. with their watch. Okay, let me ask you a question. Okay. How often? And let's, let's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it with you guys. How often do you see me wearing a Rolex watch? I've never seen. I didn't know you had. One. You've never seen me wear one. <clears throat> you never knew I had one. Yeah, I bought the watch. I've worn it maybe three, four times. I bought the watch as a personal gift to myself. That's yeah. how I look at it. If I want to flaunt it, I'd be posing like this in every picture. Listen, every picture, I'd be well, like I'm this. Like, I'd be shaking head. I, I get yeah. it. There, there is, there is, there is a difference. There yeah. is a difference between people that literally, it's to them, it's like sort of a means of a reward versus people that buy things. But I know people that literally take out loans to buy stuff just to impress other people. Stuff they don't even oh, want. That, that's a no, disease. No, that's, I'm not, no, no, seriously. Illness. Things yeah, they everyone. don't want. I know people that things they don't want, things they have no desire for, but they know that somebody else has a desire for. There's, the, you know, just let me add, the, let me just mention this. Give my thought on it. If yeah. I'm, if I'm allowed. Uh, Real of quick, course. They said, they said Gucci and these brands cater to the poor, not the rich. For the poor to uh, look rich. Absolutely. Have you seen <laughs> how Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> dresses? Yeah, these are. Yeah, they these guys don't give a shit. Maybe there's a kid that uh, had millions of dollars, a high school kid mm -hmm. in Bitcoin. He went to his closet, had three pairs of white t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> three of the same shoes, three of the same socks, three of the same shorts, three of the same t-shirt. Went to school every day. They said, "Why?" He says, "Because I don't care. I got everything. I got the money. Well, why? Why no, do I like, want to put myself like, out there?" Like, on the radar? Like, like the way, like I don't. I'm not against people that have nice things. Uh, inshallah, one day I'll have like any everything right, I want. Right, but, right, like, right, right. The people that just don't have it and then they spend all their money and like I'm, I'm more impressed yeah. on people that that's have the issue. That is a real issue. That, by that's the, the issue. Time. No, that is you know, issue. It's, it's a so, thing to fit so in. So look, there is a, a book I read. It's called uh, Collector of mm -hmm. Felicities. It was written by an uh, Islamic scholar, uh, Mullah Muhammad Mahdi Naraki, and in it he mentions the most simple answer, basically what religion is. And he explains, basically, he answers a question where people say, oh, if I sin once, this is all related to materialism, by the way. Right. But he says, if I sin once, is that going to send me to hellfire? But then he mentions something called your, um, uh, man, I can't remember what it, what it was called. It was, uh, it was also Arabic parts in it. Okay, but look, he mentions, look, a purpose of life is to attain the qualities of God's names. So God has 99 names, mm -hmm. the giver, the merciful. Yes, 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 yes. The, you know, and so forth. And so forth. Yeah. 99, 99 names. And... Our job is to take their time in this dunya, in this world, is to attain these qualities. And how you do it is like this. He says the one first time you give to someone, it's like you etching in the stone just one hit, right? Yeah. And after you do it a thousand times, you finally spelled out the letter G. But you want a complete giver. You're the giver, right? So every time you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. Now it becomes into your conscious. Now you're just doing it secondhandedly. Now, what, why I'm mentioning this is that he mentioned people, for example, that like to reward themselves. People have that sense of accomplishment. You know, they, they work hard, they make their money. It's time to accomplish myself. He says, work, take what Allah has given you, mm -hmm. take care of yourself. Save money in the bank, do what you got to do. <coughs> but then he says, start building that nature where now you want to reward others for what Allah right, has given right, you. Right, right, right. I'm not saying, I'm not, no, I'm I not I know in any not. way I telling know. you that what that you're doing is wrong. wrong. I know you're not. What I'm saying is that's, that's actually like an opportunity for you to even spell out an entire letter with two X. No, I get what you're Allah saying. Allah yeah, you know? yeah, alhamdulillah. What is yeah. it? Allah, everyone has their own yeah, sustenance yeah, 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 that Allah yeah. sends yeah. in measurements. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So we want to take advantage of that, mm -hmm. and that's just the first thing I thought of. And yeah. I'm not giving you a lesson. No, it's I just, you're not. it's just my, it's just it reminded me of that. Just live yeah. within your means. Live within your hundred percent. Hundred percent. Of course. Uh.
No, you notice, bro. Like, obviously, we're all younger. I, I, I'm oh, assuming. this is just a message. For you. Someone's listening. No, yeah, like uh, don't be like how we. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, it's nice only, to see. Honestly, it's a good conversation. By the way, it's a great conversation. The only, the only, the only thing I want to get across is you can still do your duties while splurging. And by the way, Islam, why does it ask for two and a half percent only? Exactly. It says, Hawili, you made $100, give $2.50. Exactly. Allah, why you give extra, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Exactly, 150%. But, but yani, here's to complete the test. Look how simple religion yeah. is. It's so easy. Some yeah. people fail to even give the $2.50 out of every hundred. Yeah. I know. Habibi, give the two and a half. And what you give extra, Allah says, I will increase it. And he uses parables to right. mention like 100%. and the 72 That's stems. the most beautiful thing about Islam is that you have to donate your money to charity. Two and a half percent. Two and a half percent, It's yeah. nothing. It's nothing. But by the way, it's not only related to, yeah. to, to money. It's also every blessing. Right. You know, Allah, for example, gave you eyes. He says, take 2.5% of everything you look at in the day. Do it for my cause. Take your ears, for example, that you listen. 2.5% of everything mm -hmm. you listen to in a day. Mm -hmm. Give it to someone who needs it, who needs right. the ear. Right. Yani, give everything. Uh, by the way, there was a story in the Surah Al-Kaf of uh, Dhul Qarnayn. He was a king of a rightful king. Okay. And the most amazing verse in the Quran. I mean, a lot of amazing ones. But when the people came up to him and asked him to build a barrier, they said, we'll pay you. Do you know what he responded to them and told them? He says, Meaning what Allah has given me already till this day is more than the money you've given me. Let me use what God has blessed me Bless with, me with yeah. to, to build you. this yeah. with you, but help me with your power. Correct. This is also a parable <coughs> Allah has explained to us. Sometimes someone might come to you and say, Hawili, look, I need your help. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a lawyer, you have skills. Help me. And then you might, and they might offer you, and you know that they're in a tough situation. Yeah. And you look, and look, Allah gave you a beautiful daughter, a beautiful right, right, right. wife, and a beautiful, alhamdulillah, mm -hmm. everything you need. No, no, no. What Allah has blessed me with is more than you might put your money away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But work 100%. with me. Don't just sit back and watch me. 100%. This is the Quran's parable to people. Nobody follows that. Because no one wants to even dive into the Quran to understand that it explains everything in life. Mm -hmm. And we should, uh, and people should engage in these conversations. No, yeah, 100%. Without fighting. <laughs> no, because like, you know what I like is like the, the area we grew up in didn't have money. We were, were like middle we were, to lower class. We were middle to lower I, class. I, yeah, After oh wait, we and I and I think. love yeah. I love seeing guys that we grew up with succeed. You know, obviously people will hate on it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love succeed it. like anything spiritually, in spiritually financially, financially. Alhamdulillah, successful. Alhamdulillah, successful. Using the Western term of success. Listen, let me tell you something. That's a good point. Um. Struggle is beautiful. What do you mean it builds you? It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the resistance yeah, that we right, need. Right, 100%. By the way, the worst thing I'll do tomorrow to my kid is tell him I give my kid everything. everything 100%. Have you Listen, man, he's going to become a chess protege. He's going to become a chess protege. Oh, they're all That's the first step. No, you never know who's watching this, but... Assalamu alaikum. First step is getting to beat Wally before age seven. You know, the plan. Chess is definitely no, on the so uh, Chess is the first board game Absolute requirement. It's the only game. So you know, I heard a quote before. Is like sometimes God will will curse people with money. Not curse. 100%. Al malu wal banun zinatul hayatul dunya. This is in the Quran. Money and wealth is is zinatul uh, hayatul. It's like the luxury of the world that can take you from God. Easily. Mm -hmm. 100%. This is in the Quran. 100%. It's, it's, it's telling you. So it's like we're all attracted to money, even to children. We're trying, trust me, it's the most beautiful thing. Once you have kids, inshallah, you'll realize. But then God always says, come back to me. Focus on me. So work. Raise your kids for God's cause. But don't forget your roots. Don't forget your roots. Mm -hmm. Work. Make money. Reward yourself. Help people in need. But don't forget my cause. Right. It's that simple. Wallah, sometimes I, I look at these uh, Islamic figures. Um, 
And, and I really question how they just talk. It's like a broken record to these kids. And one of the kids don't know nothing. They just, oh, I'm religious today because I listened to a story of Imam Hussain. Beautiful. How do you apply it to today? Well, I don't know. I, I did cry though. <laughs> what does that mean? That story is supposed to help us reach out and say, hey, no, that's the Yazid of our time. That is the Hussein of our time. That man's being oppressed. No, 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 let's stand with the oppressed. Yeah. You know, they all say, oh, we wish we were with Hussein. We wish we were with Hussein. I mean, people halla in Russia. Well, but you know, people, you know, you see injustice, and we're all silent to it. But when Ashura comes, khabit nahna barasna nahna. So, my bedtime. Yallah. No, so yeah. Halla no. albet. I, like, I really like what you just said. You were like, uh, oh, you're like the Western, uh, the Western phrase for successful is. Well, money. yeah, it's always money. My term, my, my definition of success. Yeah, what is your definition? My, definition, you you. my mm -hmm. definition of success, I swear to you, is someone who has absolute God conscious. That's someone to you. That, that he's successful. He's successful. Why? Because the real reward is in the akhirah. Mm -hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always mentions in the Quran that the afterlife is the true reward. Do you know what the most beautiful thing, by the way, in the Quran? One of the most amazing verses, and I'm not saying Arabic for the sake of respect to the Quran, and I'm also translating, is that when we die and we come back to life. Okay, and by the way, this whole talk of a hadith of where we die and you're going to be in hala, there's a state of barzakh, right? Yeah. Which is a barrier between this world and the next world. Okay, but now we have a hadith that uh, extends it and says, Oh, you'll, uh, you'll be in some people will be in there for 80 years waiting in a room, and all these hadith that comes left and right. By the way, there are good hadith that work with the Quran. If it doesn't match the Quran, reject. But the Quran says this it says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask those on the day of judgment, mm -hmm. right? How much have you tarried in this earth? How long have you been buried? You know, people will respond in the Quran and say, We slept, we were tarried for a day, maybe part of a day. Another verse, it says, And the people who were, uh, you could say, arrogant to Allah's cause, people who didn't believe in God, they're going to awaken from their graves when Allah brings the dead back to life mm -hmm. and they're going to swear that they were in the grave for an hour. Mm -hmm. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Now, why am I mentioning all this? Now, when the day of judgment happens, according to the Quran, and why I'm mentioning this is this is the true reward. The reward is when this happens. The angels, and according to chapter forty-one, verse thirty, is that the angels will ascend to the people. So when we're inshallah, it's all of us. Is that when we come back to life, right? And you see the sky tear, and you see every event that Allah subhanahu wa taala mentions in the Quran, and the angels will come down, and it says, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Inna ladina qalu Allah thumma stakamu. It says. The people who have said in this world that God is our God, Allah is our God, right? Yeah. meaning, and they followed His laws. They read His laws and they <coughs> followed and they stayed patient for it, right? Patient in what terms? They didn't chase this world. They didn't, weren't even interested in this world, right? They weren't interested in the materialism aspect of this world, yeah. nothing. They just wanted Allah's pleasure. And then it says, meaning the angels will ascend to you. So when we come out of our graves, we're going to be in a state of fear. We're going to be, oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, here comes the angels. And the angels will tell you, And they will say, don't be fearful of the past, of, of what's tomorrow, because fear mm -hmm. is associated with what's to come. Right. And do not grieve over what you've done before. Mm -hmm. They say, rejoice, and rejoice with the paradise that you were promised. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, these people will will be in a state of absolute laughter and joy, according to the Quran. They're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be on cloud nine. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, all these people are gonna be in a state of shock. No angel came down to them, and they're walking in rows into this day of judgment. 
And they're going to be terrible. And they're going to look at someone like you and be like, this guy's a whack job. This guy's laughing. <laughs> you don't see what's happening. Yeah. But all the angels came down to you. This is success. Mm-hmm. When I see someone, someone who I know believes in one God, it doesn't, mm-hmm. Allah- doesn't have to be Islam itself. It could be the Bible. It could be the Jew. Someone who believes in a monotheistic figure, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a good set of morals. And a, and a good set of morals. And how we follow God's ways. Because worship in the end is not kneeling. I can kneel to you. Right, you know? right, 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 right. We've seen that Prophet Joseph, his 11 brothers and mom and dad, they kneeled to him. The angels kneeled to Adam. Yeah. Kneeling does not always signify worship. Worship is when you follow their laws. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when you worship me, means you follow his laws. Because you can also worship your desires. How do you worship your desires? Well, you have a statue of yourself and you kneel. No, <coughs> worshiping your desires is obedience to your desires. Right. This is why Ramadan is here. Right. Ramadan is coming. So we can control that. So Allah can return us. He concludes when he says we have written for you fasting as we've done the people before. So you can gain taqwa. Taqwa is God consciousness. God consciousness, mm-hmm. yeah. So when we fast and we control our desires, you know, you can't eat, you can't have sex, you can't have, right, 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 you right. can't do all backbite, you can't do all these things that the tongue and the desire just wants, the whole body, mm-hmm. we're in control. Allah says, now come to me in taqwa. Mm-hmm. So now we follow God. So that is success to me. Mm-hmm. That in itself, when I see someone on that path, and of course it's a sense of judgment because yeah. I look at him, how the way he lives. Yeah. You know, and then I say, inshallah, it's all of us because yeah. a true Muslim, a true person who loves Allah, loves everyone else. 100%. Uh, you don't, if I see, if I see you dwelling in, if I see materialism eating at you and you've just, your desires are just shredding you, I actually feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. It's not that I hate you or despise yeah. you not feel. So this goes back to the friends that we mentioned that are very angry if people aren't following Islam. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Habib, if I never see someone off of Islam, wallah, I feel bad. I yearn for them. Wallah, yeah. my heart yearns for them. I say, man, haram. I try to talk to them, but sometimes it's like one year out the other. So you hear, you hear a whistle. It's like wind blowing through the ear. Some people are just so far gone. That's gone. fine. You yeah. know, I have I have family members like that. Yeah. You know, I do. And I talk and I talk and it's just... Yeah. From the beginning, you're not interested. Yeah. I mean, some people so just don't want to feel disrespectful. That's success. I'm what sorry is, for what dragging it. What is success it, to you? Well, okay, so... Oh, try to top that. Huh? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. So, like, the way I have it, so, like, Life. okay... So, <laughs> no, so, like, the way I look at it is different, okay? So, I believe there's more than one type of success. Uh, okay, there we go. So, Ahmad <coughs> defined what I would I be. I have one way of correct success. That's yeah, fine. so his way of success would be one of my many ways. So, so okay. yeah, so what he just defined to me, so what he just said to me would be divinitive success. That's okay. how I would. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. so, the, so, 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 there's different forms of success. Um, and I think when they're all, I think when they're all tied together, is would be my definition of success. So, for example, wealth. Okay, I personally say all the time, um, rich is a state of mind. It's not a dollar value. There you go. Okay, it's a state of mind. Yeah. This is this is the truth. Okay, the poorest person can be the happiest person in the world, and the wealthiest person can be the saddest person in the world. And you see this oh, well, very often. By the way, that's very majority. O- this is majority. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't I don't believe wealth defines success. I believe wealth defines ease. I believe I, be, yeah, I believe I believe I believe yeah comfort yes yes, um, but success to me is somebody that has felt that they have found their true purpose, okay, and they've lived a truly a good and a happy life while they met their definitive duties. But justice is of value to you, like absolutely. It's like someone who screws families over, or for example, a bank that makes all its money and screws people, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just use that as an example. Sure. 
That's not success to you. No, it's not. Because you're not. screwing people right. and you're making money off of it. No, that's different. Okay. That's different. That's oh, different. No, I have, I, then I know where you're coming from. You know what? You, you get it. I mean, like, I, I, yeah, I can yeah, sit there. Yeah. I, can, I can literally define it to the T, but Someone it will take too long. Someone who works hard takes reward. Right. And it's, uh, Just put it this way. It took him. It took Ahmad about 15 minutes to define what I believe definitive success is. So if okay, I was sit there and yeah. define every single part of it, oh, it's, it's, too, it's yeah, way yeah, too much. Yeah, you can sit for hours. But, I mean, you guys would understand what it means to really live a true and happy life. Yeah. And yeah. and to really live with a purpose because your your you purpose isn't in this world, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Good it's man. not. Good man. man. I like it. No, like seriously, bro. It's, uh, I like it, 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 no, the, the way I look at it is okay. When you're gone, people are gonna remember what you left behind, not who you were. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you work in this world, so you're remembered for what you did, like what you left, like what was your purpose in this world. You know what I mean? And yeah. every, everyone, I feel like, should have to have a mission to find that. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You get it. Like you know, you like you understand what no, I'm no, saying. No, no. By right? the way, Islam compliments that. Yeah. It mentions that uh, when in Surah Yasin, when yeah. Allah brings the dead back to life. Yeah. But He says, "Waqaddamu waafaruhum." Uh-huh. Allah says, "Qaddamu," meaning all your actions you've done. Waafaruhum. You actually can still gain reward after you die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if you leave behind, mm-hmm. for example, a book, right, or you. Build something that helps people bring come closer mm-hmm. to God, or even if your children—that's the one I was going to get If your child, right. your daughter exactly. is, is the person she is because you've always Correct. given her your wisdom and Correct. your knowledge. Correct. Whether that she follows it or not, you. it goes back to you. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala rewards you. Correct. Rewards. And all of a sudden, now you have a thousand. By the way, eventually, mm-hmm. you're going to have a thousand grand, the great, 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 the whole lineage 100%. because 100%. of you and your wife. Right, and that should have learned from and whatever that you little, leave that, with one. Exactly, it will. It will continue it will, on. It's like correct. a candle that it never will, fades. Yeah, it will correlate 100. So that's well, again, Islam is. It's. it's I, I wish everyone could understand it from that basis. <coughs> People always want to understand it from a sectarian no, point of view. It's, it's not that Ahmad. It's okay. It's. People like to complicate something that is so simple. Really, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, oh, 100%. It's, that's what it is. It's, 100%. If, if, you, if, if you take when Islam you to its simplest form, you push form, people away. If, if you take Islam to its simplest form, it is the easiest thing in the world. You should free it now, Khayy. But the issue is, is when people tend to complicate things, you know? Um, By the way. And I believe simplicity is brilliant. Um, so you should keep it as simple as possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, Religious, that would be my, my, yeah. I guess my evolved morphed, like most definition of success. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's a mixture of a bunch of things. Like every time I see someone that has a lot of money, but then lives such a nasty life, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. like, it's such a waste. It's, it's not even just that. It's, here's the thing to me. Okay. It's like, okay. I, again, like, so I know a lot of attorneys that make like a gajillion Amounts of money, like I'm not gonna even say a dollar value. It's a cra- crazy Jeffrey amount of money. Jeffrey Figer, crazy amount of money. <laughs> he still teaching okay? ambulances. And so, and, and 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 here's the thing, though. It's like, if your mission when you wake up in the morning is to go to work and try to make as much as money as you can, as much money as you can, and then come home, and whatever. Let's say you made fifty grand in a day, right? You come home. Let's just say you did. Let's sure. Say, let's say for shiggles. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? My desires. You know, you, just, you know, like you settled a big case, right? You know, you got like 50K out of this. Yeah, you're going to feel good. But if that is your mission every single day then to wake up and do that, then, 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 then honestly, I feel bad for you. Oh, yeah. Because that, that, that's, that's, not, that's not fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you can take away every penny I've ever made in my life, okay? Um, and as long as you leave me like... My family and my friends, exactly. I'll be just fine. I wouldn't even be mad about yeah. it. You know what I mean? But you take away my friends and my family, and hurt. you give me every penny in the world, that's not worth it. I would be the most depressed human being yeah. literally on this earth. Exactly. 
You, you you spend your life developing and trying to get a family together and friends and right. True happiness is when you get them together and mm-hmm. or you your friends or family and you're just having a good time. There's it's friends are so valuable. Them. Of that course, that there's a say that says mm-hmm. and Tell me who your friends are. I'll tell you who you are. Hundred percent. That's how much influence yeah, your yeah, friend yeah. has. Absolutely. And, and your friends influence yeah. more than money. Or more than tell anything. me who you, you know love and I'll tell you who you are. Who I love? Your wife. Your wife's supposed to represent you, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, no, so it's like my mom used to say this to me a lot when I was younger. She was like, Mustafa, listen. It's normal. She was like, the important people in your life, these are the people you know, you've met, the people, the, you know, the relationships true. you've built, these are the things you cannot By the way, replace. my mom's went to school together. Yeah, I know they did. They're good friends. Yeah, but my mom, my mom was rec- my mom was a reckless spender. Like she, like she said, not reckless. Like um, she said exactly like yours. Like money's gonna come and go. Yeah, yeah. She so, like she so buys they're her not own stingy, they're Yeah, not. They're not I mean, stingy. again, Islam always pushes for a balance. They, Allah doesn't like you those got some who are cheap ass. No, no, no. Allah one. hates the stingy and the cheap. Yeah. And Allah hates those who are spend like they spend right. You know. They I like the people that are, like there are, are. It's gotta be a balance. It's gotta, yeah, no, be, gotta be reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Like the way I look at it is like, you can't be cheap, but at the same time you can't be wasteful. No, no. They have, you like know I what I'm said, saying? It, it, ha- it has to be a balance. Okay. Some people are haram. I feel bad. For, like, like people look at them as cheap, and they're like, no, they just don't got it. Like, they they have to be responsible with their money. They're not supposed to be reckless. Right. When you put yourself in the wrong right. crowd, you and spend more money. Right. And not even just that. There's also a problem with like, here's 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 why I don't like talking about when it comes to money, especially in this community. Um, I feel like this community has an issue Lying. when it comes to wealth. The curse. No, they do. Um, there's there's literal social classification based on wealth in this community, and it's it's disgusting. Well, we see it when our city councilmen are all becoming city councilmen after they have deep pockets. Yeah, it's I like mean, it's not like someone like without deep pockets. <laughs> no, wallah, no one no, from yeah, deep, yeah. with deep pockets makes it. These guys are all chairmen and whatnot. But like, but like, okay, just like even that aside, okay, just saying. like okay, <laughs> I know a person, or I I knew a person. Um, knew? Wow. Knew. Cut okay. him out. You cut him out. No, I didn't cut him out. Oh. You killed this, him. No, this person no. passed away. <laughs> no. okay. Oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, no, edit it out. No, don't edit it out. It's normal. It's a normal conversation, okay? <laughs> so this was a person that did Oof. not grow up um, financially uh, stable, okay? Very, very, very financially unstable uh, at home. Uh, However, they had a good family, okay? Okay? And so what I would see is, okay, and so, and, so, and so this person had a family member that happened to be very well off, okay? Mm-hmm. And I would always notice this, and he would tell me this uh, back back then when, this, when 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 this family member would come over, all they would say to this person was, "Hey, you know, you don't have this new phone. Oh, hey, you know, your shoes are this, your shoes are that." And like, they were young at the time, mm. so they didn't realize because they were like their parents never taught them the idea that just some people are less fortunate than you. And instead of you just being an asshole about things, you kind of just got to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. So no, Hello. seriously. And so and so and so they well, would go to this dude's lot. house. It happens a lot, and they don't do it. And I mind you, I'm not saying that this person that told him this is bad. They just don't know any better because yeah. they're too young. But and this happens in our community where some people are like they're 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 unconsciously judging others and putting them down without realizing over what without yeah. realizing it, and like they don't know what they're saying. Like for example, you walk into somebody's house, you know, you go to like I don't know, you know, you're going to like you know like their bedroom or something to go grab something, or you're, you're helping them do something, and you notice there's like there's like a hole in the wall. And you make a comment like, "Dude, you're gonna fix your wall." You start laughing, but little do you realize, what if that person doesn't have money to fix that wall? People, yeah. uh, this is this is this is this is a minor like this is a microscopic issue of what's happening overall in our community. The micro level. Yeah. Everyone yeah. wants to make it seem like they got it, yeah, even when they don't. And then if they come out about it, they're just embarrassed. It's a it's, it's a failed circle. Yeah. It's well, 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 well. The problem is, Nihna, as 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 Arab in this community, and I I, I see it a lot. We uh we uh, we try to keep up with the status quo, and we will we Big will time. we will go broke. To look rich, 
for other people that are literally bashing you the no, second you turn you around. Will, you will, I know people that have literally gone nearly broke just to look the part, you know? And it's, it's really sad because nobody gives a shit. I swear to God, really? a kid, 16-year-old kid looked at my glasses. John Vor- or bon Vorvedos, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're not Gucci, and he started laughing. I swear to God. I believe it. Oh, I, I mean, believe it. I swear. He looked at me, he's like, they're I, not Gucci, and he walked away. I'm like, I, 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 I believe I'm like, it. This guy's like. No, I'll, I said, God help you. He's man. a kid, though. He's like 16. God help you. You know what's funny? When I, I was younger. I rub that G6. Every time <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? And I'm telling you, I dealt with this when I was younger, too. Uh, I went to, uh, so you know Maples, obviously. <laughs> we, we all went to Maples Elementary School. Um, chess club? Yeah, chess club. So uh, they had an Arabic school at the time. It was yeah, yep, I was yep, there. Yep, yeah, yep. I, I was at the Arabic school, okay? And it was me and, um, you know Nadim Yunus, right? Absolutely. The yeah. backflip guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he still flipping off buildings? No, I thought she was him last night. He's not flipping off buildings anymore. He's, mm. he's, 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 he's a full-time he student. He settled now. down? Yeah, he retired from parkour. I should have been good at that. It, it still does it, I think. Even with his meniscus, bro. This guy still does it. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, so I was in class with this kid, right? And I remember, this, at the, this is one of the first times I remembered experiencing like this kind of like issue when it comes to like, you know, like, hey, like I have this and you don't have this. I remember I was sitting in class, and there was a kid that was sitting behind me. So me and Nadim sat on the row, and there was a kid sitting directly behind me. And he was like, hey, I remember, like, I had, like, I had like a pair of shoes. I don't even know what the hell they were. Like, they were, like, ripped or something. K-Swiss. No, it wasn't K-Swiss. I, I, <laughs> those were rocking back in those Those days. were sick. Like, sixth grade, they are unreal. Sure. Uh, and so uh, this kid was shredding me for my shoes. He's like, what the hell are these pieces of shit you're wearing? Like, you know, like, why do they got a hole in them? And I looked at him, I was like, bro, yeah, my, like my shoe has a hole in it. I remember, like, and they, this kid was shredding, was shredding me. And you know how it is, but, like, kids are bullies. So all yeah. their friends, I was like, I think a fourth grader. And then everyone just all their friends in. just jumped in, you know. And the dean's <laughs> like, "Yo, like shut the fudge up," you know. And you know how the dean like was this guy's yeah, cousin? Yeah. He was like two years old. This guy came out of his mom's, you know, <laughs> belly cousin. And so uh, I get home, I start crying to my mom. I'm like, "Mom, these kids are like making fun of you." Like I'm like crying like a little bitch, <laughs> literally. Like wow. it was bad. And so like it got so like my mom. I remember at the time like she took me to Fairlane Mall and she bought me a pair of Nikes. Okay, and then wow. she told me this story. When I was like a senior in high school, she was like, do you remember that time when you came to me, you were crying, blah, blah. She was trying to teach me a lesson because I did something to my brother. We got in a fight or something. Mm. She was like, when you have your own kids, you'll understand. She was like, at that time, when I went and bought you those shoes. I had to borrow money from your aunt to go buy you those shoes just because I, I was I heartbroken at the way you were crying. Yeah. And she was like, you're not going to understand that. Until, uh, yeah. And she was like, you're not going to understand that un- until you have your oh, own kids. You, go. you know what I'm saying? Oh, you'll understand. And, and there it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> These topics will be discussed. Throughout the other podcast, because we're gonna start wrapping it up. Um, Harajli, all in all, what message do you want to have to our viewers? What's the I, one I, thing? I, uh, I mean, there's, there's, uh, I really don't know what to tell the viewers other than uh, increase your God consciousness. Let's put it that simple. <laughs> all right, I, guys. I mean, I mean how, what do you want me to say? Uh, uh, hey, just before we wrap up, a couple things. Uh, the merch just came in. Um, we're going to be announcing sometime this weekend. We're going to be putting up a link or some sort of a post on our IG where you guys can purchase. Um, you guys will make orders probably through our DMs or you'll probably be able to contact us some way or probably through email. Uh, we'll be able to get you the sizes, the description of all the stuff. Uh, and just the last second thing, if you don't feel like getting in front of YouTube, uh, we are on Spotify. We'll be posting it probably tomorrow. Um, and further, we are trying to get on Apple Pods. We're working on it for you guys, but I promise you we'll be here soon. All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We very... Greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to like, subscribe the video, uh, subscribe to the channel, like the video, hit that bell button, and uh, if you guys didn't know, now you know him, Ahmed Arajli. Look out! Look out for our team. God bless you. <laughs> Take care.